Oh, the teat. I'm discounting my own review as I give it. Not, not going to see one, but I can imagine with my brain, you see. Ooh. Oh, a hillbilly art house project. A fun little Satan-y devil worship type. Fun, you see, those are fun. Hello everyone, welcome to Movie Freaks, the only podcast on the net that says Jesus Christ can hit a curveball, but only if he's playing for Cleveland. <laughs> and we're going to the World Series, yeah baby, yeah! <laughs> Very cool. Very cool. And I'm going to definitely be breaking out Major League as soon as this horror-thon is over, because, well, maybe sooner than that, because I, I need to rally up some tribe mojo. Have you, have, when was the last time you watched that? Uh, it's been a few years. I bought the special edition DVD mm. years ago that has like turf on it and stuff, but it holds up. It's a freaking hilarious movie, especially if you're from Northeast Ohio and, uh, we are. And that's yeah, still, it's still great. I love it. It's one of those just raunchy, hard R, uh, comedies from the, what is it, late 80s, mm -hmm. early 90s. Yeah. Uh, it's awesome, and right. I think now they're they're trying to get Charlie Sheen to throw out the first pitch, and come out to Wild Thing. That would be <laughs> awesome. I think he said he'd do it. They're trying to put it together. Oh, so. I could totally. He'll do anything. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know he wouldn't be hard to get, but yeah, uh, he's like, hold on, let me put down my hookers and blow, and yeah, I'll be right there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, I'm Eugene Weaver, by the way. So, <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm Eric Marner. <laughs> uh, how are you doing this evening? Not good. Doing well. Um, been a long day, but hey, it's podcast time. So all of the life's worries are set aside for an hour and a half for your listening pleasure, people. Yes, indeed. I agree. Yeah, it's been a hell of a week. Today was definitely the worst. I was running all over the place like a freaking lunatic. <sighs> it's, you know, some of these days where I got to like, okay, I got to be home, you know, at 2.45 to get the kid from school. And it's, six o'clock in the morning and I'm looking at my list of stuff that I have to do today. And it's like, as long as I hit every light green and there's no traffic jams, oh. I think I'll, I think I'll make it. I hate, I, I've been in those situations too, where it's like, okay, I, if the gods are smiling upon me tonight, I got to hit them all green. Yep. <laughs> and That's... basically, and for me, a lot is, is commuting on the highway. And so it's like, please, no construction, please, no one lane construction, please. <laughs> Oh, I, it, it, I had to go check something over by Youngstown today, and that was that was like the 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 turn of my trip. So I was typing it into my GPS, like, okay, I got to be back where I am now, but I got to go there first. And it was like two eh, thirty. <laughs> mm -hmm. Okay, I got just enough time. Hopefully, I don't get hung up on the work thing that I've got to do there. It all worked out. We yeah, got back. Just, I got like 2.44, I was back. It was right in time. Which, there's some forgiveness. If I would have not been back till 3, it would have been okay. But at any rate, it still makes for a stressful day of tearing ass around Ohio. Yeah, and especially when the weather is starting to get kind of bad. I'm sure our listeners are like, can you please just talk about shitty horror movies now? <laughs> well, this is the best part when we bitch yeah. about our, our everyday lives. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because we are going to be talking about some shitty movies tonight. Just, oh, oh yeah. Geez, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be fun. Why don't, do you have the contact info? We haven't given that in like yes, a month. I do. Why don't you go ahead and lay that out? Give me a breather, and then I because I get to kick us off tonight. Uh, moviefreakspod at yahoo.com 
is our email. You can get a hold of us on Facebook, Facebook backslash Movie Freaks Pod, and Twitter is at Movie Freaks Pod. Awesome. Okay, and last week on the roulette. Oh, let's dive into the ocean of Netflix on the roulette. Try and find those gems. Uh, last week it was the ones below up against the siege of Jadotville. Did we get a pronunciation on that yet? Uh, it, it, yeah, fairly accurate. That's that's fairly okay. Yeah, you're close. <laughs> uh, the ones below. Synopsis: A baby changes everything, but for these two expectant couples, it's impossible to know just how much. Hmm. And I, you know, it sounded really ominous when we were talking about it last week. The ones below. Surely this will count towards my horrorthon. Nope, it doesn't. IMDb has it listed as a thriller, nothing horror at all. And uh, so I dived into this movie, um, thinking it was going to be a horror movie. It and it's not, and it's it. It was. Oh, yeah. I, I I did not I was not a fan of this movie. I didn't like this movie. Uh, it, was, it was a it was a fine movie. It was not one of these one of these movies where you can point out not everything is piss poor and mm. the story is awful and uh, it's not like that at all. It just I, I, this is not for me. I I don't even know who this is for. It's not for anybody that's been through childbirth or has kids. It's definitely not for you. Mm. Um, if you're a single person and you, you want to know what it's like to have a newborn um, for half the movie. You know what that feels like to have a newborn. Mm-hmm. And I know what that feels like. If you want to get an impression of that for about 30 or 40 minutes, um, the ones below does a pretty good job of letting you know how miserably tired and horrible you feel, which is not entertaining to me. I, no, no. Um, it really is. It's all all about all things pregnancy and and newborns uh, and yeah. uh, sadness and predictable telegraphed endings that you could see coming from the first act. It was like I, I know it's coming. I know what they're gonna do. I have an idea what they're gonna do. And then they went A B C D and did exactly that. And then roll credits. And I was just like, I. It's over. Thank God. But um, at least it was. It was like. Very like fairly competently made and acted and all that. Shot. I mean, I guess so, but it's still like a ninety-minute headache mm. and screaming babies and you're awake and ah, uh, I just don't. I didn't like the story. Do you want me to tell you what it's about? No, I can really. if you want. I, no, I'll never watch it. But it, oh, it, I I could double down on you never watching it and tell you the first act. Okay, go for it. <laughs> this couple lives in like the, a condo situation where there is a condo above and one below. And one day she looks out in the yard to see her neighbor, who I guess they don't know each other. And the neighbor is out in the lawn and she turns and she's pregnant. And the upstairs neighbor's like, oh, I'm pregnant too. We should hang out. So they start hanging out a little bit. And then uh, upstairs neighbor invites downstairs neighbor up for dinner and the two couples hang out. And it it really quickly is apparent that the downstairs man uh, is different and odd very particular leaves his shoes outside the door because he lived in japan for so many years and he's very much i've been trying to have kids for a decade and then ah the wife has the one downstairs wife has a couple of glasses of wine which you know the downstairs husband says you're never ever supposed to do that and so she does it behind his back all evening and then goes to leave trips over their shoes down the steps baby gone uh, and they violently uh, blame the upstairs people because they didn't have a light, and they had they tried, there was a cat that was tripping. 
You know no, where this is going, right? Yeah, yep, I do. Yep. yep. You I'm, know where it's going from here, right? I'm good. I'm good. Yep. <laughs> yeah, second act's all about newborns, and third act, they come back, and then they start trusting them again. It's like, what's, what's wrong with you? And it, it's it just was very telegraphed. I, the, all the technicals were fine, though, but if you're into that thing, yeah, God bless and good luck, but uh, not me so much. Yeah. Uh, enough of that. Siege of Jettaville. Okay. Uh, this one here... Uh, as I suspected, gets a thumbs up, of course. Uh, good movie. Good. Um, borderline on, uh, to me, borderlines on great movie. Uh, this was a solid uh, action war type movie. Um, I, some rev- I, I checked out some reviews and it was almost like some people were saying this is almost a light version of Hamburger Hill, which I didn't get even the slightest bit. I'm like, what? It's nothing like Hamburger Hill at all, at all. So I don't know where that comes from, but um, it's it a was tr- the, It was the McTasty of Hamburger. I guess, yeah. <laughs> uh, so, okay, the the movie is directed by a Richie Smythe, I guess is how you pronounce his name. Uh, but this is a true story, uh, which... For me, uh, elevated it immediately, especially once you get the groundwork of what's actually going to happen here. Uh, there's a group of Irish, uh, troops that are in the Congo and they're having to hold this small little fort type thing. And there's all sorts of civil unrest and, um, French and uh, Belgium mercenaries are sent in and there's a bunch of political, like side political stuff going on. Finger pointing, but all the while that that finger pointing is going on, um, these mercenaries are and the the Congo uh, forces, guerrilla forces, are attacking uh, this Jadotville or Jadotville, whatever. And it's again, it's like when I say it's a fort, it's not even a fort. It's just like a couple of bi- random buildings out in the open where there's like no way to really hide, and. Um, it's once the action gets going, this is like theater quality action. Wow. So the Netflix original line is oh, held yeah. up. Yeah. I mean, this almost got four stars out of me. Almost. In fact, upon a rewatch, it might. Um, the acting is good. I mean, I, it's hard for me to find fault in it. I'm, I'm guessing it's fairly accurate in how it's based on truth because there were parts that I'm like, oh, come on, get on with it. But I'm guessing that I, I assume that's kind of how this thing went down. And so I was trying to be somewhat forgiving of that, that, okay, there's, there's, you know, there's bickering on the phone because we know we can't pull out because we're being, you know, it's political. Like it was pertinent to the plot. Yes, it was very, everything was pertinent to the plot. Um, but, I don't want to. Sp- you need to watch this movie. I don't. Oh, I'm, I'm totally going to. I, oh, I'm yeah. way on into these Netflix original movies. I, yeah, they're fantastic. Yeah, and this one here is. Uh, it never gets gratuitous like uh, something like I don't. I guess Hamburger Hell, but it, it's not a Saving Private Ryan. We were soldiers type of affair to where it's just brutal. There's a lot of shooting and killing, but it's not like that. Uh, Good. But this is the the money is on the screen on this movie, so. It's it's good. It's not Beast of No Nations. Uh, Beast of No Nations was is probably the best Netflix original, um, but this was probably number two. Hush is right in there as well. I think that Hush is a Netflix original. Ah, I didn't know that. I didn't. I, I still haven't got around to Beast of No Nations either. Oh, Beast! Of, that was a that was a fantastic movie. But this has the same feel. Like 
they were going more epic-y type feel. I was, I, I'm impressed. That was a, that was a gem for roulette. Awesome. Yeah. I can't wait to watch it. Yep, you should. Okay, uh, let's get to the next round. Uh, sell each other the movies. Uh, hope to find more gems. First up for you is your safest pick, and that is Encounters at the End of the World. They've added a bunch more, um, Werner Herzog film, uh, documentaries, and I'm all about them right now. Yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> once I get through this horror movies, I'm going to be all about them. I, I really want to watch more of his movies. Take a wild and woolly journey to the South Pole from the National Science Foundation's headquarters to see some of the Antarctica's most dangerous terrain. Uh, next up, Dartmoor Killing. Out for a trek on the moors. Uh, you're already in. Susan and Becky befriend <laughs> another hiker. <laughs> but long-haired, uh, long, long-haired, long-buried secrets soon plunge the women into a twisted fight for survival. And lastly, I'm throwing the unwanted back on there because I'm still trolling, uh, Netflix horror movies right now, and it's one of the most recent ones that I'm kind of curious about. Arriving in a small town to investigate her mother's disappearance, Laura bonds with a young local woman, and together they unearth dangerous secrets. And it is listed as vampire horror movies, so that one would qualify as a horror movie. Which I did a little research on that, and that actually is a loose remake of a Hammer movie. Um, it was a French movie, wasn't it? It was. Uh, I think that it was La Something. Yeah, um, uh, what's based off of... Uh, is it, uh, the, the, the Hammer movie, I believe, was... There's a vampire trilogy... Uh, Ah, oh, shit, what are they? Um, at any rate, you're sold. Yeah, you're so anyway, but, but they're, yeah, um, but it's a, like a, a, a legend female vampire type thing, and this is a, Countess, Countess Dracula was one of them that Hammer did, and you watched the other one, um, was Twins of Evil, I think was, uh, Carmilla? Carmilla? Yeah, I watched that one. Okay, so there's three of them, and this is kind of loosely based on that legend, so. Cool. That's not saying this is good, by the way. That's not saying. <laughs> no, but they're throwing ham, hammer in there. You yeah. Just throw yeah. that word in there, and Eugene's like, ooh. Ooh. Instant semi, 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 semi erect. Yeah. Little, little blood flow down there. Flaccid, yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, for you, I've got, uh, 13th. And let me just. Um, I, I'm running both IMDb and Netflix, so I, I like to try and give, uh, Netflix a go first as far as the synopsis. 13th, slavery, Jim Crow, criminalization links in a chain of racial inequality forged by political and economic motives. Uh, new documentary, I believe. So rated TVMA. So it's going to be a hard hitting one, but I'm guessing, and I think that that is a Netflix original documentary. Uh, from the looks of it, don't quote me on that, but, um, I'm, I, to me, that seems like a safe bet, especially if it's a documentary. Yeah. Um, now this next one, um, oh man, I can't wait to watch this one at some point or another, uh, mascots. They've got hearts of champions, souls of artists, heads of foam, and they're ready for their shot at glory. And this is a mockumentary type thing from Christopher Guest, who directed This is Spinal Tap, amongst all sorts of other hilarious, truly hilarious uh, mockumentaries. I really like his that sense of humor, and the trailer for this one, I think, looks hilarious. And it has the guy from the IT crowd in it, doesn't it? Yes. Uh, Richard... Uh, there's a, not Aote, but uh, O'Dowd. 
Yeah, there's, there's, as I guess I, I, whenever I watch a trailer for one of this guy's movies, like, it's like he uses the same cast over and over. Mm. Um, so anyway, it looks funny. And last but not least is a movie called Sky Ladder, another documentary. Um, hour and 19 minutes. Uh, his explosive art connects earth to sky and humanity to spirit. Now he's taking it to a new limit. And what's weird is this is another documentary, but it's rated TV mature. That's interesting to me. Like, I'm like, Oh, okay. And uh, okay. That's just hmm. odd. So maybe they just swear a lot or something. It could be. Yeah. But it's the art of Kai Gao Quing. So anyway, there you go. Sure. I, I know that there's no horror in there, but um, I wanted to give you a reprieve from that just because there's just so much utter garbage on Netflix with horror movies. And it's such a crap shot. You know? That's quite all right. You gave me more than enough uh, horror of a stack I picked up from you today that I can't wait to watch. I, I didn't open it till I got home and I was like, yeah, yeah I, all right. Oh, I picked some gonzo crazy stuff this time. <laughs> um, I... All three of these are in my queue. Uh, they went up immediately, obviously. Um, but I am intrigued by Sky Ladder. I think I will take that one. Okay. Uh, 13th. I got to be in the right mood for yeah, that. Yeah, that's going to be a heavy one. That's going to be depressing as hell. Mascots is a shoe-in, but I'm going to take Sky Ladder. Okay. And for me, um, oh, man. I, 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 Encounters at the End of the World is so what I want to take, but it's like... That doesn't count for a horror movie for the month of October. Yeah. But it's going to be the definite good one because I I have a feeling that those other two are just going to be crap. Um, uh, I mean, and I, I mean, this last roulette was good. I came away unscathed on that one. I, um, I was scathed. Yes. I was scathed. <laughs> um. Oh, but there's that unwanted that could be maybe something, uh, but it's probably shitty. <laughs> you got vampires and lesbians. I mean, uh, I know, but yeah, but yeah. Couple that with new movie uh, <laughs> encounters at the end of the ah uh, encounters. I'm mean, I gotta take encounters. I okay. Yep, that's what it's gonna be. Did I? Uh, this shows how much I remember. Did I talk at all about uh, the? The latest uh, Werner Herzog movie that I had seen. Did I ever review that on our show? Oh, boy. <laughs> I can't remember either because I've heard a lot of people talking about it in different podcasts. It's so, so I can't, good. It's so the, good. The Wired Encounter, uh, the the People's, what is it? I can't, it's a long title. It's about um, it's about the internet and how it, yeah. how it has evolved and how it affects everybody's lives. It is fantastic. When did you watch it? Oh, Couple months ago, it was playing at the uh, at the theater. I think you might have, maybe if I don't know. It's hard to tell because I've heard a lot of people discussing it in depth on different podcasts. Yeah. So I'm not sure if I'm confusing you with them or vice yeah. versa. Well, anyway, it uh, that one there was so good that I'm like, okay, Encounters is what it's going to be. Well, he's got a ton, a ton of his, a ton of his documentaries are on Netflix right now, and nice. I can't wait to dive into them. Yeah, well, I'm, I know I'm taking the easy way out on this one because there's a, a slim chance that that's not going to be really good. Especially that synopsis, that sounds good. Oh, that's quite all right, because I'm kind of taking the easy one by my opinion. Well, you gave me three easy ones, basically, but that's okay. I'll take it, because hey, <laughs> let's roll into recently watched. <laughs> yep. Into the horror-thon and get this, <sighs> this sucker rolling. 
All right, uh, I got a lot watched this week, or at least I feel like I did. Uh, let's go by twos. How about we do that? And I'm, you don't have to go in order, but I'm just going in order, and I'm just, yeah, me that too. Might yep. be more funny. Uh, first up, oh, last, last week's score on the horrorthon, we're up to, I was, uh, 13 to 14. I had 13, you had 14. And we were pretty much on track. Okay, first thing I watched after that was Jerusalem. Lamb. Which, oh, yes. Nope. Yeah, you had, you did a review on and you gave a, what, a mild thumbs up to or thumbs up? Thumbs up. Yep, thumbs up. Um, once again, it is you and I against the entire internet because for all of the shitty kind of found footagey things, why is this one getting crapped on? I don't because know. This was way better than about the last five I watched that were, were even giving passing grades. Like, this, I have to. Not saying I love this movie. At best, I give it just a general pass. Like, you might give it a 4 out of 10, or you might give it a 6. That's about where I fall on it. But it was totally watchable, and for the for the first time in a long time, it made a lot of sense why you could see everything in this found footage movie, because of the glasses. Yep. It totally worked for me. I It totally functioned for me. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So yep. I had very little problems with it. Did you uh, like the creatures in it? Of course. Those are sweet. It's like, it was good. I I dug it. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Uh, That was for a, for a roulette. That was a, that was a solid roulette. Oh, I would have been happy to have that on the roulette. (laughs) Yes. I was instead of crying dead babies and shit. (laughs) (sighs) Okay. And uh, next up is strip nude for your killer. (laughs) All right. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now, I, some of these start to blend together, so you might have to help remind me of which ones are which. Did I do New York Ripper already? I did that one already, didn't I? Yep, that was the last one I did mm-hmm. uh, last week. Strip nude for your killer. How did this one go? Uh, oh, yes. It was the models and the photographers and everyone in this movie was a slut. And I'm not slut-shaming anybody, uh, male or female. I'm I'm generally saying all of them were yes. sluts. Everyone. Uh, this dude gets, uh, goes around grabbing more puss than presidential candidates, crying out loud. <laughs> he just would literally see a girl by the pool, get up from current girl, walk over there and be like, hey, how's it going? Snap picture, snap picture, and now we're having sex. Yep. It was, <laughs> uh, it was funny, but it, it also just completely encapsulated that, that certain tone from that certain time of the slice of the 70s. Mm-hmm. Late sixties, where you just had those kinds of films. It was before there was, uh, yeah, AIDS and yeah. shit. <laughs> yes, it was, it was just sort of like everybody just banging left and right. Yep. This one here was directed by uh, Andre Bianchi, and he actually did Burial Ground, Nights of Terror, which is one of the greatest. Just that's the that's also the, has that feel yes. of oh, that yes. slice of time. Perfect. Yep. But uh, yeah, I, I'm glad you watched it. Uh, I like the movie, but it's a bad movie, really bad. But it's something about it is just fun. <laughs> I'm right there with you. I, and they got a little carried away with the who is the killer thing because it was like, <laughs> well, that's the way these. This would qualify as a guy. Guy, how you even say it? Jalo. Yeah, Jalo. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Oh they get yeah. A little, they get a little carried away with the who is the black glove killer, and it's. You know, how they don't give you any clues at all, and then at the end you're like, oh, it's 
somebody sits down for three minutes before the credits roll and explains the entire yep. movie. <laughs> yep, that's how these these movies work. I I love that. <laughs> yep, but it didn't waste too much time, and it was entertaining along the way. I, I give it a thumbs up. It was okay, even yeah. though it was extremely slutty, even for my standards. Yeah, it was. Th- that is of all of the uh, giallos that I've seen. That's probably scraping the barrel bottom of the barrel as far as that style goes like it's yeah it's first and foremost smutty and then secondary is the killings in my opinion i'd still put above tenebre but hang around yeah. to episode 200 and we'll see about that <laughs> yes okay give me two for you okay speaking of giallos let's just talk about death walks on high heels oh the names are so long i know and i love that i i think it's so cool the the names that the that they came up with back then it's like that's just cool uh yeah. directed by luciano ercoli um this is about a famed jewel thief named Rochard. He stabbed to death on a train, and his daughter Nicole, a famous nightclub f- performer in Paris, is questioned by the police about some missing diamonds. And um, I don't want to give away too much of the plot, but needless to say that diamonds are involved, and a uh, black-gloved killer is out to collect said diamonds from... And then the last five minutes before the credits, all is revealed, and all it's not who revealed. you thought it was. Yep, all is revealed, and I mean, what's great about these movies is they really, like, especially this one here, they really get you to where I'm like, oh, nice, okay, I see how that all went down now. Like, this oh. is the twisted machinations of the Scooby-Doo creators. Oh. That's what it is. Every yes. episode, they pull off the mask at the end, and it's like, yeah. ha! Gotcha. And then, I mean, and we're talking, like, immediately, roll credits. There's yep. there's no, there's no afterwards, and now, like, here's, like, you know, a week later, it's like, the killer is revealed, 30 seconds later, Finn, and the, the, the it goes back to the uh, menu. <laughs> or occasionally, they will have a, a, a little piece of just complete insanity that makes no sense whatsoever wait for another review coming up uh oh sorry okay (laughs) (laughs) but this one here is really really good um this one i've watched a lot of giallos and this one here it's not in the upper upper ranks but it is very good uh as far as being that murder mystery where if you if if i were to go to rewatch it now all the pieces of the puzzle are there. You just, you know, you have to really watch for it. And I like that. It's not just a tacked on silly ending, but it was a good movie. Um, not that violent, but, uh, the story was good enough and the ending was just great. The, I'm like, Oh, they got me. Nice. That it gets a, of course gets a thumbs up from me. Very few of these old giallos I, d- I openly dislike. There's a couple that are flat out, just boring with no good payoff, but this one here, the payoff was good. So well, really I like good. it when they have, like, all the clues were in the movie, at least. Like, mm-hmm. with uh, Strip Nude for Your Killer. The, what? It was totally random. Uh, <laughs> yeah. There, there was no clue to that, or at least yeah. if there was, I missed it. Can no. I take a stab in the dark uh, at spoiling Death Walks on High Heels? I, that I, A movie I know absolutely nothing <laughs> about and didn't hear about until just now. Go for it. <laughs> you can give me a thumbs up or thumbs down on Skype, and our audience can just live in mystery. Okay. The killer... Uh, wears high heels and is presumed to be a girl, but in the end, shocker, it's a guy. <laughs> Next review for you, sir. Okay. <laughs> dun, dun, dun. 
Okay, next up is Death Walks at Midnight. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Let me guess, it's the guy who walks his dog at 5 a.m., but in actuality, it's... <laughs> This is uh, actually the uh, – it's not a sequel, but it's from um, from the same director, obviously. Um, uh, hold on here. Let me just and it's pull. death, and he walks around a lot, and he yes. likes to name his movies and write scripts accordingly. Uh, so this guy, he made three Giallo movies, and this is the third and last one. He also made uh, Forbidden Photos of a Lady Above Suspicion, which was also good. Uh very good. He actually made a lot of spaghetti westerns, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, a couple of spaghetti. Uh, a pistol for for Ringo. He made that. Um, okay, so Death Walks at Midnight. Valentina, a beautiful fashion model, takes an experimental drug as part of a scientific experiment while influenced by the drug. Um, Valentina has a vision of a young woman being brutally murdered with a vicious spite glove, it turns out that a woman was killed in exactly the same way not long ago, and soon Valentina finds herself stalked by the same killer. Um, it, uh, it very different storyline, but it's it follows. Yeah, the, I like that. That's yeah. twisted. Yeah, it follows the same character beats and the solid review at the end, or a solid review, yeah. solid <laughs> solid reveal at the end. Uh, the the actual killing device that is used in this movie is really cool. It's like this. Um, take Ash's uh, uh, metal hand from Army of Darkness and add like these big Freddy Krueger-like spike things at the end. And um, that's kind of what the killer uses to dispatch uh, the victims. But uh, it's a little bit more violent than the uh, High Heels movie. But it's got the same – if you liked the the previous one, you'd probably like this one. It's this early 70s Italian – crime, thriller, horror, giallo type stuff with a ridiculously cool ending. I yeah, I thought it was cool. So <laughs> and lots of lots of walking death. Yes, oh, tons. Just oodles of it. Um occasional jogging and occasional nudity. <laughs> they all these movies it's just, it's funny how how they shoehorn nudity into these movies to where it's like that's that what really? Yeah, I'll, I know. I'll, it's some sometimes they can't find anything else. It's a they're shopping at a store and it's they're in a changing room and just yes. there you go. Yes, yes. And I will I will add that everybody smokes and drinks all the way through this. Like it's like everybody has a cigarette or a drink in hand all the way through this. So that's just oh, a just 70s. an yeah. So anyway, but they were both. Right up my alley. I love that stuff. And my my uh, personality, the way I go is I, I watch one movie that I like and then I'm like, okay, now I have to watch everything that for the next week or two. And so it's – there's going to be a couple other Jallos uh, coming up here shortly. Yeah. <laughs> death jogs on a treadmill. Death <laughs> runs down the street sometimes. Death takes a dump at 8. Death, death the, calls an Uber. Yeah. <laughs> These are actually pretty good titles. Yeah, Death really. calls an Uber. Oh, that's. I mean, I can see <laughs> where that could go. <laughs> Found footage. Oh yes. Okay. Uh, uh, Terror Vision. I got a nice little double header here. That was actually a double disc, double yes. movie on a double disc. Thank you. Oh, these are most of these are yours, by the way. That <clears throat> obviously you know that, but just letting the audience know that. Yes. Uh, I'm uh, just trolling Eugene's collection right now. Like, like all this shit over the year that you keep telling me I gotta watch. Well, now's the time. Now is the time. Yep. 
Uh, Terror Vision. I'm not bringing up any synopsis on, on any of these movies, but, um, it's a, what was this one? Oh yes, the TV of the dead. Yes. Right? Yes. This movie rocked. Ah, uh, nice. <laughs> I want to say this was, this was 80s. Yeah. Oh yes. Okay. Oh yeah. Right and the it heart was of these. very, very 80s. And that whole kind of thing, like the haunted TV that you can't turn off and can't unplug. And then the, almost the ring kind of took a lot from this in a way. Cause the hmm. dead come out of it. Oh, wait, that's, of, that's, that's the video dead. Okay, I'm confusing them. Then what, which one is Terrorvision? Terrorvision is the big slimy alien. <laughs> yeah, ter- see, Terrorvision is the one I liked. Okay, okay. Video Dead is okay. But about <laughs> half that movie is like, oh, ter- I mean, bad 80s bad. Yes. Okay, now I'm reviewing two at once. I, I, was, I already knew, like a day after I watched them, like, wait, what was the other one? Yeah, uh, Terrorvision, big slimy alien thing. How did it start? Uh, satellite dish that broadcasts. And yes. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Everybody is, I mean, that's like the most extreme of the eighties. Like their, their outfits are just awful in the, <laughs> you mean if by awful, you mean fantastic. Oh, then fantastic. Yes. Spandexy, very neon-y. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Terror vision is the one that, that definitely won out here. The, the second one video dead. I, they lost me when they were in, just humping around in the woods and then putting the kid up on a rope and oh, that was... <laughs> dangling him for bait. And then the guy falls asleep. And I was like, I'm falling asleep. Get yeah. on with it already. Um, but uh, both of these had, had good slimy eighties gore and a good fun time. Just the, the terror vision was just more sci-fi y and yeah. uh, it, it just all kind of flowed together a lot better. I know that everybody listening right now is I have, is like, I have no idea what you guys are talking about. Uh, it's because these movies are, uh, stupid. They are very, very stupid. Oh, extremely. And I, and I highly recommend that you watch them at yes. least once. Video Dead, I didn't hate it, but it just, it, it's kind of a one and done. It was like, yeah. okay. I say that now, and in ten years I'll be like, it was the kid dead. Yeah, the, yeah you can yeah. watch that again. And the zombie has chainsawed and the rats come out of the body and... Yeah, yeah. Well, it, was, it was gross. It was gross. I liked yeah. that. I, it was dumb how the arrows, they just kind of shot the zombies anywhere and they die. Like, yeah. It wasn't the typical, you gotta hit them in the brain pan. I thought that that movie, uh, I've seen that movie, of course, way too many times. Um, but, <laughs> of course. Um, yeah. but I think that that movie would have been really solid had they cut like 15 minutes. That should have been like 75 minutes long. I agree. And instead it was over long where, uh, like, get on with it. Come on. But there's some great cheesy weirdness in that movie. But yeah, I know, I know what you mean as far as terror vision goes. Slimy creature, spandexy greatness. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I really, I really like that one. But it, and I knew as soon as I saw that they were, it was a two pack thing. I was like, oh, okay, I'm gonna be screwing up which one is which. I just know it because I watched them. You know, why am I gonna take it out of the Blu-ray player? I'm just gonna watch them back to back. Yep. And um, that's what I did. I'm glad you liked them. So anyway, yeah, if you come, if I like. Okay, I'll tell you this too. Even for my kind of meh review on Video Dead, if I came across that two pack for a decent price, I would snap it up in a heartbeat. They're oh, both good. completely unique films. I mean, fun, and you could see how they really might have influenced other horror that came later. Uh, Terror Vision with uh, what was the one? I guess they did a comedy version of it, and I guess it's a concept that's been done before. Where oh, lightning strikes the TV, and my parents are sucked in the John Ritter. My parents were sucked oh, into the TV. Stay tuned. Yes. 
(laughs) For some reason, that's it's a stupid concept, but it's something that I like really want to see done right, or it's just a cool idea. You know that movie, I'm sure, is a piece of shit too. I I remember liking it, but that was me too. Now with with Video Dead, though, I thought that the one the effects were really good. Um, the, the gore effects and the zombies were really cool in that movie. Like I thought they were, they, they looked really nasty in that movie, like almost Fulci-ish where. Yeah, they did. But then they were also kind of, I, again, I was like, are they, are they zombies or, I mean, they act like zombies and they, they were coming out of the TV. So kudos to giving the inspiration for the ring because that yeah. was almost mirrored, uh, or shocker West Craven. Yeah. Yeah. I had a similar kind of concept with, with both of them. But, uh, with the zombie thing, then they were like getting sticks and trying to, like, they were smart, kind of. They were all Bud the Zombie. Or what's yes. his name? From yes. Day of from, the Dead. From Day of the Dead. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that movie there, I was, uh, back when I was, that movie came out in 87, I believe. So Six. I would have been 86. Okay. So I would have been 12 years old. Uh, I used to go to the local mall in uh, Dover, Ohio, and there was a, Big box V. There was a video store there, and that's where I I memorized the horror shelf. And they had a, a you know a, a TV there mounted to the wall. I'm sorry, that, you're right. Video Dead was 87. Uh, Terrorvision was 86. Okay, okay. so I, w- I would have been 13. But um, yeah. there had a TV there, and they were on a loop. They would play trailers for movies, and that's the first time I had ever heard of the Video Dead. They played a trailer for it, and I'm like, whatever that is. I will watch that movie as soon as my grubby little clammy hands and acne <laughs> face. As soon as I can grab that movie, and, and then I, you know, I went over to my buddy's house that was able to watch these horror movies, and we would rent stacks of them. And that was one of them. And I, I was just like, ah, oh, this is so good. I definitely pictured that while I was watching this movie. It was it was Eugene just just pimply and sweaty and just oh yes. Shit eating grin. Semi erection thing. Yeah, that's. Yep. Um, maybe full. Okay. Yeah. Already. <laughs> Next up, Hills Have Eyes. The Wes Craven original. Okay. Uh, got this on Blu ray. And um, this. Have you seen this? I believe so. But okay. I could be wrong. Maybe I'm just thinking of all the clips I've seen from uh documentaries about the greatest American horror or whatever. I, I'm pretty sure I have. I might even own it. I, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, it, this was after his um, uh, Last House on the Left uh, movie. And I've watched this several – this is probably the third time I've watched this movie and already it's it's starting to just, just escape my brain. Um, I, every time I watch it, I'm like, yeah, that wasn't very good. And then a couple of years later, I'm like, hmm, Hills Have Eyes. I should watch that again, right? Because the remake kicked ass. This is one where the remake is, to me, this is just me, I think the remake is worlds better. This might be the best example of a remake um, in every single way being better than the original. Ah, Dawn of the Dead. Yeah, Dawn of the Dead is, oh, that's But so this good. was Alexandre Aha. Aja, yes. Aja, Aja, yeah, yeah. Yep. But um, I definitely remember the remake. I'm pretty sure that I've seen the original, and I okay. wouldn't go full on saying that that I, I seem to recall liking the original, but the remake was better. Yeah, it's this, one of those mean movies, though, like like oh, very yes. very mean. The remake is extremely mean. This one here, it's a lot more tame, obviously. Um, 
No, I did watch an hour-long making of on this movie, which actually helped me appreciate the movie a little bit better as far as the budget constraints and where they were shooting and how just under under how this movie was shot. But it is it is cool to watch, but it's almost like a blueprint of things to come as far as the backwoods slasher type movie or the that type of thing. Um, I yeah, I can see what you're saying. Yeah, so it, it, it's it's not that great, but it's. I'll watch it again sometime. Um, <laughs> well, I'm sure on I, Blu-ray, don't you? Yeah, I, yeah. Um, but I will say that having recently watched the Hills Have Eyes remake, uh, that is a that has like uh, as far as the list of remakes go, that is one of the best remakes out there. I think. Uh, recently, so. you recently is it yeah. coming today? You're going to talk about it now? No, no, no. I, this was like several months ago. Oh, right? okay. So, um, anyway, all right. Next. Uh, next up is The Bloodstained Butterfly. Guess what? This is another Jalo. <laughs> uh, okay. Isn't that name great, though? The Bloodstained Butterfly. I think that's awesome. Um, yeah, it is. Uh, this one is from 1971. And uh, um, girl is murdered in a park, and the man is uh, there's a man that's tried and convicted for the crime, but afterwards the murderers continue. Uh, Ducio Tassari directed this. Um, oh, yeah. He won the Indy 500 in 1972. Exactly. See, I, I knew you'd know him. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of courtroomy drama-y stuff going on or a lot of poli- police procedural stuff. Um, having said that, it's still fun. Um, I, I like that they tried to do something different with this instead of just another, okay, here's, you know, there's going to be a whole series of murders and the last five minutes there's the big reveal they really went more of a police drama with sprinklings of jalo and horror uh throughout there and these movies are a little bit harder to talk about because i don't want to spoil the endings of the movie so i can't give too much away but that's the storyline if that sounds interesting to you it's a good movie it's uh yeah a lot of the movies uh, there's enough that no, I'm not sure what no, I'm No, I totally understand what you're saying, because it's sort of like you can only... Have, they share enough similarities that all you can do is like, well, the nudity is about this much, and the gore is about this much, and I liked it about this much. And you can't say really anything else, or or you here's the yeah, killer. Here's we'll the killer. Here. Yeah, so look out for these clues, because here's how it ends. It's, it's like, I liked it. I thought it was good, but it, it was very much more restrained in that there was very little killing. There was a you know, couple murders, but... Um, it still falls under horror. I liked it, and uh, yeah, as okay. you as I, you as you yawn. <laughs> no, I'm uh, dude. No, it's been a long damn week. It has nothing to do with you or this review. I'm I, I really love that title. Actually, that's awesome. yeah, I do like that. Yeah, and and how that fits in. Actually, most of these titles, by the way, they actually do fit in with the movie. There's a sp- <laughs> no matter how crazy they sound, you're like, Oh, that's why the movie was called. They're that. like, Oh shit. Death is walking around. Yes. I'll be damned. yes. Yeah. So I mean, it does actually tie in a little bit. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. yeah. I got you. It's all good. Okay. Um, okay. My turn. Uh, beyond the darkness. Is that the correct title of this film? It is. Yes. yes. Okay. Because it's one that I, I'm, I, I'm writing down, I keep forgetting, and then I had to keep looking. While I was watching the movie, I looked at the title ten times. What's this called again? Generic, Beyond the Darkness. Yeah, uh, and it's very generic, but... Yeah, 
It is, but I gotta say, this is <laughs> this is up the, with that first stack you gave me. This might be my favorite. It's pretty close. Oh wow, that's great! <laughs> it's it's a really good movie. I completely enjoyed it. It's uh, this is seventies as well. I would say. I yes. think so. Yeah, seventy nine. Oh. I think. Yeah, I would have said later seventies too. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, this is the Italianness that I completely enjoy. It's very weird and strange. Uh, basically, this guy. It uh, lives in this castle in Italy, I assume. Oh, of course. <laughs> Where else? <laughs> and uh, he's all by himself, and his fiance is sick. And then you've got the maid of the house doing a seance to get her voodoo doll stabbed death, and then uh, she dies, and then they steal her body. And Q Goblin score, by the way. Q- I loved the Goblin score. It was fan. Yeah. As soon as I saw that, I was like, "Yes, ding, 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 ding." Oh yeah, yeah, it's great. <laughs> um, yeah, so they steal her body so they can. Um, what's the word for it? Embalm? Or- yeah. No, no, well- no. He's a. Eh, like oh, when you get yes. an animal stuffed. Yes. What's, the, what's that word? Um. Animal stuffer thingy guy? Uh, what is yeah, it? that's uh, what it is. He's an yeah. animal stuffer thingy guy. And he does that to his fian- dead fiance so he can keep her around. But yeah, <laughs> as seen previously with the voodoo doll and everything, this maid is in love with this kid, this rich kid. Oh, and his parents mysteriously died in a car crash a few months or a year before that. Ooh. It's very weird. It's very icky. It's very creepy. It's very gory. Yep. You can imagine from that setup, that's only the first act I gave you. I'm not spoiling anything. Uh, you can imagine how it's going to go from there. And for the most part, I was right all along the way. It was yeah. very bizarre and weird. One of the weirdest scenes since, uh, what was it called? Um, the, the buried, dead, whatever the whatever the shit with that little creepy weirdo short guy who mommy, mommy, mommy. We were just talking about it earlier. Oh yeah. Burial yeah. ground. <laughs> Burial ground. Yeah. <laughs> mommy, it smells of death in here. <laughs> yeah. Weirdest. One of the weirdest scenes since then. Come here. I feed you. Come. Oh, come. so like, oh, I and her name is Iris. And you know, she, she says her name, like Iris will take care of you. I'm like, Oh, the teat. Yeah. <laughs> But how gross was the bathtub scene and the, just the thump? Yep, body parts thump, yep. acid thump. Yeah. <laughs> I like that every time she thumped, the blood didn't spray up; it sprayed completely from the left side off screen. <laughs> that made me laugh out loud. I really enjoyed that. Ooh, yeah, oh, but it, it was, was it, uh, it definitely a good movie. The I, well, <laughs> I mentioned earlier, except for the random. Uh, Italian weird last five seconds right before Finn, where all of a sudden, sproing. Yeah. I was like, huh? <laughs> what? What does that even mean? Yeah, I don't I even know. know what that means or what that implies for the rest of this movie. But at the same time, I was like, that was fascinating. I'm, yeah. I I can't believe that just happened. Yeah. What? what? Oh, it's over. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what did you think of the uh, the autopsy scene, which was just every time I see the movie, I'm like, oh, this is so gross because... The guts are hitting the pan, the the bucket, and splat. That was splat. yeah. That was it. Was extremely realistic. Yes. I, like I wonder if they didn't do what we did and went to a butcher's and got pig guts or something because uh, yes, that cause was it looked too real. good. Yeah, especially for what is obviously a very low budget movie. 
I'm uh, my bad. Yeah. They didn't go to a butcher. It's Italy. They just literally fucking killed somebody. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, and then there was the random girl on the bike that uh, she sprains her ankle, and then the five seconds later she's naked or something in the bathtub. And yeah, it <laughs> happened a lot. Yeah. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, the hitchhiker, stoner, whatever. Mm-hmm. I had no pity for her whatsoever. And yeah. our main people in this movie are not um, the good guys, obviously. But uh, when she did what she did, uh, I'm not going to say what, but I just, I was like, you know what? Screw you. I don't care if you die. Go, please die. Get killed. And eh, yep. no spoilers, but Splat. you know how that goes. When you run into this couple, uh, it's not probably going to go well. Yes. So yeah, Beyond the Darkness, I, I give a big thumbs up to. I really enjoyed that film. And with the exception of that last Frickin' five seconds, because yeah. it was just like, what is that? Even I don't even know what that means. Well, it's almost uh, like in uh, in in uh, pieces where uh, our sewed together corpse lady just randomly grabs dude by crotch and rips. Yeah, like what? Okay, <laughs> but it's it's uh, it's part of these movies' charm, I think, where it's like, whoa, what just happened? I don't know, but it was cool. <laughs> yeah. But at the same time, ah, still, uh, I don't know. And see, I thought something else was going to happen because at the uh, funeral scene, he gave her an injection. So I was like, oh, it's a trick. He's going to like revive her and he's just trying to get away from this crazy maid. And then it was like the teeth. And I was like, oh, why? What? Did did you also enjoy the soup eating scene or the gruel eating scene with Iris? I hate it when they do that. I mean, oh, I can understand so what I can oh, understand what they do that on a cannibal film or whatever. But this one, it was so obnoxious because she was staring right at him while she was doing it. Like, I know this is grossing you out. Nah, 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 nah. Oh, it was so gross. <laughs> that was actually one of the more grosser scenes of the movie, as her eating gruel as it just kind of poured out of her mouth. Oh, that was gross. <laughs> uh, okay, that's it for Beyond the Darkness. Okay, definitely good movie. Check it out. Glad you liked it. I am actually, yeah, that was actually one of those last minute, something weird. What's weird that I should just throw on the pile? I'm like, ah, beyond I, the darkness. Honestly, looking at this list, I think that was my favorite one of this, of this wow. pack that you gave oh, me. Wow, that's cool. Good yeah. deal. Okay, well, next up, The City of the Dead, starring, oh. um, uh, a, a Sith. Lord, uh, wizardy guy. Uh, no, is it Sith Lord Christopher yes. Lee? Yeah. yeah, wizardy guy. That counts. That was yeah. close enough. I yeah. almost remembered his name uh, when he was about um, thirty-seven. So it was about one hundred and forty-seven years ago when this movie was made. <laughs> um, that was good. Yeah, <laughs> this one was not a home run. I, I. It was fine for its time. It's the. The first 10 minutes and the last 10 minutes are fantastic. Everything in between was boring as shit. Uh, the Blu-ray looks amazing. The Blu-ray is just... The transfer is unspeakably awesome. Just yeah. gorgeous. It's just too bad that that middle hour was <laughs> so boring. But that was just... That's how it was at the time, man. I've watched other horror movies of the time that did the exact same thing, where it's like, 
something crazy in the first 10 minutes and in the last 10 minutes and in between, let's just sit in an office and talk about some shit that might be going on or might <laughs> not be going on. Or let's talk about travel plans or you know, like, uh, get on with it. But you know, budgets and whatever yeah. back then, I don't, I don't know. Fog, um, though. lots of fog. Oh, more fog than the movie, the fog. Yeah. <laughs> but um, thank you. Mystery yeah. science theater for that joke. But, <laughs> but yeah, am I wrong? Yeah, no, I I liked the movie, um, but I, I guess I was expecting not much. And then when I watched it, I'm like, ooh, I love the atmosphere in the movie. And then the big, uh, well, like you said, the last ten minutes, I I loved how they wrapped things up. I'm like, ooh, that was that was cool. I think I liked it. I did obviously like it more than you did. I I was into it the whole way through, and just I don't want to touch my computer to bring up the list, but one of the movies we're talking about doing a commentary on was a black and white horror movie from way back in the day that was a roulette. Do you remember what that was called? The Fiend, or the, the, the um... Uh, Damn it, I can't remember. It was a roulette uh, some time ago that I yeah, had. You, it was yeah, a, you watched a black it. Black and white movie, it. and I really liked it. Similar kind of movie, similar time frame, but that movie had things going on all the way through. Like, it had killings here and there. This one, just nothing happened for so long. It was like, oh, come on. I... After, if you're giving this a thumbs up, I really encourage you to go watch that movie because I liked that one uh, quite a bit better than this one. Okay. And it yeah. definitely has the same kind of feel. Yeah. If you're giving this one a pass, I think you'll really like that movie. Which, what um, the hell was the name of it? I thought it was The Fiend, but I know what you're talking about. Like, um, give me two it's seconds. My, here and I'll it, look it up. It's still in my queue on Netflix. Um, I can <sighs> find it real, I can find it real quick here. Uh, it's all right. We're, we're, we're early. We're ahead of time. We can just, I can cut this out if I have to. I probably won't because it's funny listening to yeah. this sound like idiots. Hey, everybody wait while we use the internet. Yeah. Dun, dun, dun. Um, oh, what? Wasn't it a brain sucking creature? Yeah, it was, yeah, with a giant floppy tongue thing. It was really stupid. <laughs> uh, Brainiac. The Brainiac. There yes, we go. The Brainiac. That's a good movie. Go check it out. Especially if you like uh, The City of the Dead. This, now, let's be clear, because we haven't really talked about the plot of this movie at all. This is The City of the Dead. This is not the Lucio Fulci yeah. film, City of the Living Dead. This one is from... 1960? Uh, 19, 1901, I think. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> judging the black and whiteness of it. And Christopher Lee is a guy who teaches a class about witchcraft or some shit at some university. And some girl he, that he's teaching decides to go investigate some New England town or some... I don't... She decides to go look where some witch was burned way back in the day. And I would say Brainiac is... It so shares some similarities to this movie. It just did everything better in a little more current horror movie kind of way. Like, oh, every ten pages we gotta kill somebody. That kind of thing. Yeah. I liked it. I'll definitely have to check that one out because I really did like City of the Dead. I thought it was a, a fun little Satan-y devil worship type. Fun. You see, those are yeah, fun. No, that's our good time. Yeah. <laughs> no, I get it. I, I, I didn't hate it. I, I give it like a pass. Yeah. So again, that 4 out of 10 to 6 out of 10 range. Gotcha. Yep. I understand. Okay. Two from you. Okay. Um, next up for me is a movie called Muerto... Viscosa, also known as Slugs, the movie. Um, <laughs> oh, you're such a bastard. I, I was oh. waiting for 
the the bloodstained <laughs> butterfly flies home once at night on the wrong side of the street. You know. Well, yeah, taking yeah. a dump on high heels. Yeah, yeah. flapping um, it, flapping it though. Juan Pequer Simone is back, and this time he's killing bad Italian actors in a in an American town, also known as Spain. Um, <laughs> in a very slow and slimy way. Yep, uh, I love this movie more than uh, more than I love my uh, Canadian club. It's great. It's I've watched this movie so many times. I, it's it's now to the point where it's almost Silent Night, Deadly Night, to where I know what everybody's going to say. I've seen this movie countless times, and now I finally got to watch it on Arrow Blu-ray. And I've, as with almost every Arrow release. Stunning. Way better than, honestly, than it actually deserves to look, because this is pretty low budget. What's interesting about uh, Juan Piquer, or J.P. Simon... Um, no, no, I, I insist that we never say his name the same way twice. Okay, because it's just numerous. Yeah. John if you have Piquet, to make, I, some, make some stuff up, I don't care. Yeah. J.P. Simon. <laughs> <laughs> Carry on. Oh, okay, um, I guess he was married to uh, Dino... De Laurentiis' daughter or cousin or something. Um, I don't something. know if the ages would line up there because well, he's married. Somehow he's in cahoots with them, and hence okay. the hence the rift. Here you get the rift and slugs as well. This movie is crazy. Uh, basically, take Piranha, not Jaws. Take Piranha because. Piranha took from Jaws and Slugs takes from Piranha and set it in Spain and make it just so gory. Um, throw in a whole bunch of ridiculous nudity and there you go. It's Slugs and I, I love this movie. It's so <laughs> gross. Geysers of like the earthworms shooting out of dudes' heads and, uh, <laughs> um, sounds, sounds good to me. I'm sold. I don't know oh. if I ever, ever watched this one. But oh man, it's so... I am on board the JPS train. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Here, now, here's an interesting story about uh, this movie. The first time I ever heard about this movie, I'm on vacation with my mom and dad, um, and we're at some resort. Some, some I don't know, whatever. This and last week. Yes, yeah. So we're all. <laughs> and I'm looking at the newspaper where there's news in, and you know, bah ha ha. Uh, so I, I'm somehow. Through a weird chain of events, there's a newspaper sitting out by the... It's so weird how I remember this so vividly, but we're swimming. There's a newspaper sitting there uh, by the pool, and I'm drying off, and I start flipping through, and immediately, where's the movie section? What's playing close by wherever we're at? And then I find it. I'm like, oh, here we go. I can look at pictures. We're not going to see a movie, but I can look at the pictures and imagine. And they're sad that I would do the same thing as a child on vacation. Yeah, I'm just going to look and see what's playing around me. Yeah. yeah. And so I was like, zero hope that we would ever see. Oh, zero. I knew that we're not going to see one, but I can imagine with my brain, you see. Yeah. We're not going to go on vacation to watch a movie. We can do that at home, but we don't. (laughs) Yeah. Instead, I'll (laughs) swim and, yeah. Anyway, so. Dry uh, off with the newspaper. Yes. <laughs> okay, back to you. <laughs> no, 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 no. Carry on. Carry on. Sorry. I'll shut no, up. No, that was good. That was good because I'm just that was a good ending. Um, so, so I find this like this picture of this you know 
lady laying on the floor and there's a, a slug crawling away from her. I said, they slime, they ooze, they kill and slugs. I'm like, okay, that's the coolest thing that I've seen all vacation. How do I watch this movie? Well, the answer to that was you'll watch that in a couple of years when you stumble across it on VHS, yeah. <laughs> when you're at your friend's house and his mom lets him run anything that he wants. I'm like, um, slugs, please. <laughs> so slugs it was, and it did not disappoint. It still holds up to this day. Like watching it, it's, it's very eighties, but, um, the effects are just insane. I mean, they are genuinely gross. And I, I, uh, I'm trying to think of something that it would compare to, it's a little wanna... more like the Rift instead of like the very low budgety pod people type of. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, okay. I would even go so far as to say I don't want to say David Cronenberg, but the effects are genuinely good in this movie. It's it, they're not like oh that was that was gross, but it was really cheesy. The effects are really good in this movie. Like, but it was that way in the Rift. They were, I would call yes. those Cronenbergy effects. Yeah, the, the, he he did effects good, or he at least hired the right people for his effects. So in pieces, Rift, and especially Slugs here. Slugs, I think, was probably the most uh, advanced effects that he did, it seemed to me. <laughs> That's uh, sad for his crazy. filmography uh, that Slugs was the best one. That was the gem. Oh, but there there is a scene where, like, a, a, literally a geyser of wor- worms explodes out of a dude's head. It's so... Gross. Every time I see it, I'm like this, and it's in slow motion. Of course. Now, why? Why would it not be in slow motion? <laughs> um, but it's great. It's it's not scary at all. It's just it's Jaws, but not Jaws. It, actually, it's it's take it's like the Abyss, Leviathan, Deep Star Six, The Rift. This one here would be a little bit more like Jaws, Piranha, then Slugs, and there should be one in between there too. Maybe maybe actually how Jaws. Jaws 3. Jaws, Piranha, Piranha 2, and then Slugs. Orca. So there, Orca is in there Orca, somewhere. yeah. Barracuda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. We need so, to write down these uh, hierarchies so that we can keep track of them better. Yes. Yeah. But I urge <laughs> anybody, this was, if you are a fan of the 80s creature features or just 80s silliness, Slugs is tops on my list. I love this movie. It's funny i mean it's to me it's almost borderline like a gross out comedy well if i get uh through this second round of stack that you gave me maybe throw it on for the next uh for the last week of october if i can get through this one fast enough we'll see all right next for you oh okay that Um, was only one of your double okay uh okay um bird with the crystal plumage guess what we're back to jalos um, but this one here, I'm, have you heard of this one? Yeah, of course. Okay, this is, uh, Dario Argento. This is, uh, part of his animal trilogy, Bird with the Crystal Plumage, Cat O Nine Tails, and, uh, Four Flies on Grey Velvet. Uh, now does this count as a horror movie? Cause I watched, uh, some of Cat O Nine Tails until I realized it doesn't count as a horror movie. Um, this one, I, I think, yes, it does. This is a slasher now, movie. IMDb is the, is yeah. the well, I'm looking here. It says with. horror slash mystery slash thriller. Okay, you're good. Just <laughs> yep. making sure. Yep. Um, but uh, good movie. Um, this one of those three, the the animal trilogy. This one here is definitely the best. Um, uh, I, again, it's hard to talk about these movies. It's uh, yeah. It's 
there is a murderer, someone sees it, and then the whole rest of the movie is they're trying to figure out, basically this person becomes a private detective, trying to figure out what's going on all the while uh, the killer is still killing. This is a blueprint of what was to come for Dario Argento's career with Deep Red, which is kind of his giallo masterpiece that, and I think Tenebrae. Um, but this one here, <laughs> this was, I think this was his first one of that trilogy and his best one. Um, but it's, man, it's a good movie. And the, the initial, um, attack is, I don't want to say too much, but the, the beginning of the movie, the initial attack from the Black Glove Killer is so good with how it's staged and set up. And, um, I know that Dario Argento, he may not make the greatest movies anymore, that it's subjective. Maybe he does. Maybe some people like his newer stuff, but he was a genuinely fantastic filmmaker. Um, some of his movies and some of the way he, some of his shots in this movie are so good and so suspenseful. And then the payoff is so good. So I really have a lot of respect for, uh, old school Dario Argento. Like we're oh, talking early I do 70s. Too. And I would say Deep Red is a masterpiece or at yeah. least near masterpiece. And it's yeah. a great jumping off point for anyone trying to get into or, uh, discover like old school yes. 70s Italian kind of stuff. Deep Red is a great place to start because it's way more accessible as far as these kind of jollos go. It, it seriously, that, that's probably the number one most accessible uh, Jala movie. It is. It, it, cause it's so well made and, uh, it's, you're totally captivated by what's going to happen next. Who is the killer in this movie? Um, and this one here, it's, it's setting, it sets things up for what is later to come in his career. Um, it's still, it's not, it, there's still some clunky acting here and there, but as a whole, this was a good movie. Um, and the twist, gotten me and I haven't seen this movie in a couple of years and watching it again halfway through I'm like now wait how does this one end again I'm like I forget and it like I think I know and then it comes I'm like oh nice okay good deal so, anyway I like movie. that yeah so uh okay is that it yep for the, okay uh last round for me and I only have one more to go so that puts me at 20 which is pretty much right on track. I'm doing pretty good. I don't have to do like a, so far I don't have to do a massive horror, uh, weekend to try and catch up. I'm, I'm, I'm feeling pretty good about this year. Nice. And that would be, we are still here. Hmm. Okay. Watch this one on Netflix. And I don't know why, but for some reason I was thinking everybody, I was confusing this with a different film. I was thinking this was supposed to be a comedy horror, and about halfway through, I'm like, this is not funny at all. <laughs> no, huh? <laughs> not in the slightest. <laughs> nope. Uh, Larry, Larry Fessenden, you see. <laughs> yeah. The good old Fess. Uh, <laughs> J.P. <I was>, Fess. <laughs> I was into it, though. I was into the movie. Uh, Barbara Crampton. Yeah. B. Cramp. B. Cramp. <laughs> Oh, um, <laughs> oh wow! Uh, so yeah, it's got you know some real horror icons in it. Man, this movie is so hard for me to review. I, I don't think you're gonna like my review of this movie, and I don't even like my review of this movie. To tell you the truth, okay. I feel like I should love this movie, and everything on the screen tells me I should love this movie. And this movie is gory as shit. Uh, it was creepy as hell. Um. 
I don't know why, but something about this movie rubs me the wrong way. And I'll watch it again to try mm-hmm. and figure out what it was. But I had a son of a bitch of a time paying attention to this movie. There is something in the second act of this thing that I could not pay attention. And I was not like full of distractions over here or something. I was just chilling in my office. I, I should have been fully enveloped into this thing. But for some reason, I just... Ah, oh, I couldn't. I couldn't even barely follow it. It was just... I, I mean, somebody would pop up and they'd be like, oh, my son. And I'm like, your son? What? Huh? Yeah. I, I don't even remember. What what happened in the first ten minutes? There was a thing. I remember there was something. I should go back and watch the first ten minutes. What What's happened? I, <laughs> I have no excuse for disliking this movie. All the technicals are completely on point. Even the story and plot, especially the last half hour, was badass awesome. Yeah. It was just, there was something in that second act that erased my frickin' brain. And I just... <laughs> You know what I'm talking about, right? Oh, you're I watching do. a movie yeah. and you're just like, for, my eyes can't even pay attention to what is going on here. So I will definitely give this movie a second uh, a shot. I will reevaluate it at another time. But for right now, I, I, I'm i only going to give it like a passing thumbs up just based on the fantastic kind of creature design and the balls to have the gore at the end. Oh, yeah. And it was gory. Wow. Yeah. And something about a cult, and yeah. like they threw a whole lot of shit in there, and it was like you're not really sticking with anything. I don't know, dude. Yeah. I I shouldn't even be reviewing this damn movie, but I watched it, and yeah. um, I'll give it a pass. But uh, I really feel like I should love it, and I didn't. Like, yeah. it's really hard for me right now to not be shitting on it, and I don't know why. There was yeah. nothing in there for me to feel that way. Except that I couldn't pay attention. Yeah. No. Now, my first viewing, I kind of felt the same way, uh, but I gave it another watch, and I I really like that movie. It has its issues, um, but I I like it. Uh, there's a lot of Lucio Fulci stuff, kind of. I agree. That some of those there. kills in the end were unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. Yep. But, but yeah. No, I'm glad you watched it though. I'm 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 curious as to another rewatch what where you'll be on that. But I did like that movie. I thought that it was for a uh a newer horror movie, low budget horror movie type thing that is just randomly on Netflix. I thought that was that was good. I I was actually mad at myself during the third act of like why am I still kind of annoyed with this? Even though cuz everything I'm seeing is awesome. Why am I why am I still kind of like irritated with this movie? I don't know. I I can't figure it out, but I will definitely rewatch this down the road and, and completely reevaluate. I'm I'm taking this review with a, the biggest grain of sand salt, sand salt, whatever the fuck. You okay. Yeah. <laughs> not even I'm not even like my I'm discounting my own review as I give it. Over to you. Yeah. Give me to okay. your last round. <laughs> okay, last round for me is we got one more Jallo. Uh, Four Flies on Grey Velvet. And this is the last of the Dario Argento... I'm not going to spend much time on this. This is the last of the Dario Argento Animal Trilogy. And by far the weakest of the three. Um, But I will give it to Argento with this one. He really... He really went out there on this one. Instead of just doing a more traditional giallo. This one is almost almost experimental. Um, I didn't like that, but it's just so random and 
Wait, experimental like uh, his last one that I watched that was just gory as all shit, or um, um, I mean, the, just what was the last one? I can't keep track of all these fucking names. Um, uh, what was the last one that I watched where he was the main star and he was uh, Dario Argento? I'm confusing him with Fulci again, aren't I? Yes, uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, you Sweet. are. Yes, yes, that was uh, Cat in the Brain. Sweet, awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is a, this is a, a, a drummer witnesses a murder and uh, or no, actually he's a part of a murder. And then the rest of the movie is him trying to figure out who's trying to set him up. And then there's a payoff that is just money. Without the payoff, this movie would have sucked. I would not have liked the movie at all. Uh, but the payoff is so good that I watched it twice now. And um, I, the first time I watched it was years ago. And I'm like, ah, oh, that should have been better. And then after years, I'm like, oh, I should rewatch that because it's Dario Argento. And I rewatch it again. And I'm like, oh, man. But that ending, oh, it's a slow-mo ending. Like, like literally like the last scenes of the movie are in slow motion and then it ends. And it's so brilliantly awesome. But what comes before is just so long. Like, take They could have taken a half hour out of the movie. He could have cut a half hour out and then I've been like, okay. All right, here we go. But it's almost goreless. It's still a horror movie. It's still a slasher movie, I guess. But it's uh, the weakest link in his animal trilogy from the early 70s. Anyway. That's too bad. Yeah. Done with the Jallos. Last but not least. Uh, uh, okay. Oh, boy. Here, here comes something go. I recommended, probably. Nope. Uh, um. Uh, You're not doing a lot of diving on the Netflix stuff, I see. Because I'm, well, I guess you wade through it every week on the roulette. Yes, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, lastly is a movie that I watched shortly after I got married. um, Back in the good old days of DVD. A movie called Return in Red. Um, Yeah, so it's about... um, this small rural town, and just hear me out on this storyline. Okay, um, I'm curious because I haven't heard of this one. I mean, yeah. even the bird with the crystal plumage and four flies on grave, I've at least heard of those. This one, not so yeah. much. So it's shot on 16 millimeter, and yeah. uh, the director shot it in full frame. I'm just yeah. setting things up here. Okay, so strike very low one, budget. strike two. Yeah, <laughs> very low budget. Uh, so it's this small rural town. With um, just a bunch of, you know, uh, working class people going about their business and just randomly a van shows up in town and randomly starts opening their van door and there's this satellite dish type thing and they start transmitting these uh, like, whoa, 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 type of sound effects from a radio wave type thing in town. And it slowly but surely makes the town go crazy. It sounds pretty cool. Yeah, I'm in. Uh, we got a television yeah. video dead shocker thing going yes, on again. Except it's played very, very straight and, and, um, with not, literally with non actors. Um, and it's an hour and 45 minutes. Yeah. And the movie that could That sounds be- a lot like that mystery science theater movie where you get the laser, what is it? Laser, oh, uh, something Lord. where he gets the laser on his arm. Remember that uh, one? Laser, oh, who knows? I, the laser. 
Carry laser on. blast. Laser blast. Maybe. I'll carry yeah. on with Return in Red. I'll try and find out what that um, is. So, and the first time I watched it, um, actually, I, uh, this movie is kind of a piece of shit, but I've watched it twice now, and I'm Here like, ah. <laughs> Laser blast. <laughs> Laser blast. <laughs> um, so, but uh, there's enough cool, it's almost like, oh, I can't believe I'm saying this, it's almost like a hillbilly art house project. <laughs> What does that even mean? I don't know. I don't. It, it, the whole way through, I'm like, this feels like someone's attempt at an art house film project type thing, the way it's filmed and how there's so much random nothingness in it. But then there's some. Oh, a hillbilly art house project. Calvert. Yeah. That's what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> Come film me dancing with pigs. Upright. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, but they're just random workers in a steel mill or whatever, and then people ordering, you know, or buying shit at the local, uh-huh. uh, at the local mom and pop. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then the and then the van shows up, and then a woman starts bashing her head against the door until her head is yeah. Um, but there's still enough weird coolness, and then there's as with a lot of these movies, there's a great last ten minutes to where. The, the workers at this factory all go certifiably insane and just start killing each other. And it's really gross, like hardcore gory, but I'm not sure what the director was thinking having the movie an hour and 45 minutes long because it's so long of watching, watching good old boys sit around talking about their TVs not working. And I'm guessing our listeners are like, Oh dear God, this sucks. Quit even you, about- even you describing this hour and 45 it's, minute movie is putting people to sleep. No, I don't think so. It's, it's, uh, it's just such a weird, nothing else you're warning people off. But I've, honestly, this is one that I've never heard of. And I've heard of a lot of shitty movies and a lot of obscure, weird, at least the title and you know, the idea of what they are. But yeah. even if I haven't seen the movie itself, Return in Red, I've never heard of that one before. But yeah. you're going straight thumbs down on this, right? Yeah. Oh, you're going to watch the game. <laughs> see, the oh, first yes. time oh. I didn't, the uh, first time I hated it. The second time I was like, yeah, yeah. third time, yeah. fourth oh, time, man. masterpiece. Yeah, the first, <laughs> here's the thing. The first time I watched it oh, years ago, I remember re- enjoying it. And this time here, I popped it. I'm like, you know, I need to give this one a rewatch. I popped it in the, the Blu-ray player. It's on DVD, by the way. And, um, of course, and, and immediately like whatever. Oh, I love that it's a 16 millimeter film on DVD. So shit looks in, like in, shit. And then you're going to put a screen, Blu-ray yeah. player that upscreen, oh, yeah, full screen. So shit, yeah. shit, time shit. Yeah. yeah. I bet it looks fantastic. <laughs> but it, immediately like whatever the logo the company that put it out comes up on screen. I'm like, Oh, well, who strike. can tell? It looks like an eight bit projected on a giant screen. <laughs> Yeah, I'm like, oh, strike one. This is, I, what's the company? Like, uh, some random weird name that you've never heard of before. Put the movie out. Globe Media or something. Inner World Pictures. Yes. Yeah. And literally it's inner, it's inner world. That's the, yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Great. <laughs> you, you said globe. <laughs> <I didn't> say, <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> and it's an actual. It's 
an actual globe that pops up on screen and inner world as the last person says, I, can't, I can't I can't even anymore that's it that's it okay the score for this week is 20 to 22 we're right on track that's is doing good <laughs> it's, 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 <laughs> Okay, I'm done. <laughs> I hate when this happens because it's. Oh no, I love it. It's the best. <laughs> it's not going to get any better than that, folks. That's oh, where we're at. <laughs> oh, tears streaming down my face. <laughs> oh, the timing of that could not have been better. <laughs> oh man. Okay, oh, I'll man. see you next week. I'm Eric Marner. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> Oh, bye. <laughs> Just oh. say your name so we can stop. No, Eugene. Oh. Okay, yeah. great. See you next yep. week. Yep. <laughs> <laughs>